Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Roadmap and Street Signs Indie Artist Showcase with Sanja Danette. Say that 10 times fast. <laughs> so, what we'll be talking about on this podcast, this is episode number two. We're going to be talking about image and branding as an indie artist. And further down, on the second half of the show, we're going to be talking to producer, sound engineer, artist Pompey. That's going to be fun. We're also going to listen to a couple of his his tracks that are awesome and amazing as well. Now, we're going to dive into this topic. But before we do, I do want to do a segment. This segment is... Is going to be called either that's what he said, that's what she said, or that's what they said. Now, you're able to comment and send feedback regarding the show on our Facebook group page. And that is R-M-S-S-I-S podcast with Sanja Danette soundboard so and with is not w-i-t-h it's just the w okay so i'll say that one more time r-m-s-s dash i-s podcast w sanja danette soundboard that is where you're able to you know interact with the questions and topics that we'll be covering on the show as well as leave feedback and comments now I had a couple of gentlemen that I spoke with who listened to the show, okay? And they had two different opinions. So it was very interesting, okay? So I just wanted to share a little bit about it, right? So one of the gentlemen said, you know, he loved the show. He liked my voice. He said he liked my voice. He liked my speaking voice. The other gentleman um, said that I sounded a little, you know, laid back, a little too laid back, a little sun jetting after dark ish. Okay. So <laughs> I thought I found it funny because it was, you know, two different opinions. Now, both of these opinions, which one do I take with a grain of salt? Absolutely. Both of them. <laughs> but I must say that the guy who said I sounded really laid back, I can actually vouch for that because it was two o'clock in the morning and I was sipping some pink Moscato while recording. So it's possible that you guys may have gotten Sanjadinette after dark. <laughs> That's a very high probability. Now, tonight, it's pretty early. My recording, I'm recording early tonight, and I am sipping my throat coat tea. That is what I'm sipping. I just took a sip, okay? So hopefully, <laughs> I won't sound too laid back or not very lively. Hopefully, I sound lively. Hopefully, I, hopefully you'll enjoy my voice because, you know, that's pretty much all you get with the podcast is my voice. All right. <laughs> so that was interesting. You guys definitely comment, definitely give feedback um, on the show because this is for you. We want to give you as much information as we can um, in the short amount of time that we have. Maybe we'll extend it sometime in the future, but I do a lot of other stuff. And so <laughs> right now we're just going to start with the whole once a week thing that is working for me at this moment. All right, so image and branding. First of all, you need to know what is an image. An image is not only the way that an artist looks or dresses. Um, their brand and their image, you cannot have one without the other. You cannot have a brand without having an image. So that image, that brand is the artist as a whole is how 
the audience views that artist, how that artist is viewed by the audience, whatever audience he may be in whatever media or whatever, you know, wherever they are, that is how they're viewed. That is their image. That is their brand. Me, myself, I'm an artist. However, I would definitely say that I'm still working on the consistency of my brand and image because I know that that's extremely important as an artist. Now, I started as a singer and I wasn't really focused on my artistry as much as just singing. And so there's a difference. I wanted to touch on that a little bit because I thought it was really, really, really interesting, especially because I myself, I'm making that transition to where I'm a full artist and not just a singer um, because I do both. I'm a singer for hire and I'm an artist. I write my own ish. I, you know, sing my own songs. I'm promoting, you know, my projects, etc., and doing, you know, my own thing as Sanja Danette. Now I look at a, a website is Indie Connect, IndieConnect.com. Now the author, his name is Vinny Rivas. He's a CEO of an artist management consulting and training company. And so I found some of the things that he said in this article, very interesting. It was the difference between a singer and an artist, okay? So some of the stuff he said really stood out to me. So there's gonna be a little bit of quotations going on here, okay? <laughs> and he said, as an artist has a marketing plan that specifically identifies how he or she is going to get recognition, get airplay, generate publicity, etc. He or she works hard ex step. Can I not read or can I not talk? Let's see. <laughs> he or she works hard at establishing himself and his brand as a recognizable standalone entity, regionally, nationally, and even internationally. A singer follows the money. He or she may sing demos, sing for commercials, sing numerous styles of music, etc. Um, his or her marketing consists of advertising service for hire. Now, why I found that so interesting is because I'm in between, you know, I, as I am working on my own stuff and developing myself as an artist, I am also you know, doing the singing for hire is like, this is my side gig, but this is my, my gig, the thing that I really, really want, you know? And so having both of those worlds meld together is quite interesting because you have a lot of different people telling you a lot of different things, but they don't know what your goals are. And so that's why it's so important this is for indie artists. This is this show is not for people who are just going around singing because you're a singer. And, you know, I'm not knocking anything because that's I do that, too, <laughs> because I am trying to generate income in order to pursue my artistry. And so a lot of artists do wind up doing those things. The thing is, don't get stuck um, in that place where you're actually, you know, really doing both and not seen as a legitimate, you know, indie artist. Now, let's dive into what your image and your branding, what it consists of, because it's a lot. There is a lot involved in image and branding, but at the same time, if you have a team, that helps. However, most independent artists do not have a team. And I mean, when I say team, even if it's your best friend who is helping you <laughs> do everything that you need to be, that needs to be done, of course, with the proper research um, and proper support. But we're going to get into that as well. 
So first thing about your image or your branding, that's paper rattling because I'm turning the page. <laughs> All right. You need to have a unique image, not only a unique image, but a unique sound, a sound that is, that's yours. You know, as a singer, we are expected to sound like other artists, quote unquote, because that's what they want. And, you know, we're able to do that. But as an artist, you should have your own sound. We're not even going to talk about the business because that's different. Is full of, you know, mainstream. Everyone has a sound like everyone, whoever is hot right now, whatever's making the money right now. That is what people start sounding like. And, you know, that's a whole nother show. But anyway, as an independent artist, having your own unique sound, your own unique look is important. It is important. There's nothing wrong with being inspired by other artists. Um, me, myself, I grew up with, you know, listening to Yolanda Adams, listening to Mary Mary, listening to Nat King Cole, listening to Frank Sinatra, listening to, <laughs> you know, a lot of Christian rock and Christian rap. So I have very, you know, eclectic background in music but I would not say that I sound like exactly like any other artist myself. My favorite artist is Crystal Lewis. So when someone told me that, oh my God, you you sound like Crystal Lewis. I'm like, wow, that's really cool. That's really cool. Okay, yeah, that was cool because that's like, that's my favorite singer. But anywho, you need to have your own sound. It needs to be unique. There are a lot of independent artists out there who have a unique sound. And there are a lot of independent artists who sound like the mainstream artists. And so it's like, who exactly are you trying to be? Are you trying to be yourself? Or are you trying to be the next SZA? Or are you trying to be the next Whitney Houston? And I don't particularly think there's anything wrong with that. Whatever your level of success that you desire, whatever your goal is for your artistry is yours. And yours alone. And you should surround yourself with people who are helping you to meet that goal, whatever it might be. My goal is not to sound like anyone but Sanja Danette. That is it. Um, I may remind you of someone else, but hopefully when you see me perform, you're like, okay, okay, that's Sanja Danette. I got you. You know. Now, your bio, that is your story. This is definitely a huge part of your branding and your marketing for your audience because this is where they're going to fall in love with you. You know, this is where they're going to, you know, connect, make that connection with you. Are are you a single mom? Are you um, a teenager? Are you, what are you and what is your story? What do you want to highlight about your story, about your life? that connects to your art and that connects your audience to your art is your story. And that's extremely important in making that connection with your audience so that, you know, you can build a following. Now, logo or tagline. I have a logo, it's the cartoon Sanjanet, and I am thinking about changing it, not totally sure. My tagline is, I don't, really ever see it changing <laughs> because that is that's what I'm about you know be inspired be empowered be educated and be entertained so that's my tagline I don't think I'll ever change that my logo I'm sure I may down the road change it or whatever do a whole bunch of different things who knows but your tagline your logo is important it should be unique um, and it should represent who you are as an artist, okay? So that's extremely important. It needs to be recognizable. When they see you coming, they see your your logo or they, see, they hear your tagline, they know who that is. They immediately know who that is and they can make that connection. So as far as marketing and branding, 
that is a large part of it. You've got to brand yourself. You've got to put yourself out there and, you know, make yourself recognizable. Okay. Now, a huge, 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 huge part of your branding and imaging is development. <laughs> development. Um, I posted in the group about um, Lizzo's self-love because she loves herself. That is extremely sexy and amazing. It's a part of her image. It's a part of her brand. And then we have um, Summer Walker who canceled a slew of concerts due to social anxiety. Now this was a really good discussion I had with other artists and producers, etc., because this is that place where artist development is crucial and personal development. And I wanted to talk about personal development last, but development as an artist is extremely important to making it to becoming successful and you know gaining whatever level of success it is that you want okay so in the process of developing you have to experiment don't put yourself in this particular genre you know don't pinhole yourself experiment experiment with different genres experiment with different styles you know do different things and to see what best fits you as an artist and what you want to show what you want to represent study study cross study you you know you need to listen you need to read <laughs> you need to talk you need to discuss you know with other artists and with whoever you have in your team and people even people who've been in the game longer than you because you can always learn you can always learn to developing as an artist you definitely have to always be ready to learn a lot of artists out there independent artists you cannot tell them anything <laughs> and i'm not even gonna really you know stay on that long because that's not this, this is not what it's about it's about what is needed and you need to put yourself in a, a learning position be be a continuous student be a lifetime learner that's so studying, developing, know your know your competition. Um, this is something that I have to work on because I don't really believe in competition per se. <laughs> because I believe if everyone was just themselves and who they were created to be, then you know that really doesn't need to happen as far as like competing for things. But in the industry and in the real world, yes, you do have to compete for things. But I don't know, as far as I see it, I'm really not here to compete with anyone. I'm here to be Sanja Danette. No one else is going to be Sanja Danette. I am not trying to be anyone but Sanja Danette. And as an artist, if you know who you are, you know what you're offering, and you know your worth and your value, you know, you won't be intimidated by whoever it is. You you know, you have your moments where you're nervous. Of course, we all do. But when you know your story and what your audience is connecting with, what you connect with, your why, then everything else will dissipate and everything will fall into place. Because when I feel myself, you know, getting nervous you know, stressing out or anxious about this happening and that happening. I'm about to go on stage and what's going to get this song right. Oh my God, you know, am I ready? Blah, blah, etc. But when I bring myself to my why, when I think about why I am there and what I'm doing, the purpose of what I do, then I'm at peace. I'm at peace and I can do what I came there to do. Bless who I came in to bless and keep it rolling. You know what I'm saying? So so stay focused. Your story, your bio, that's extremely important. Work, 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 because that's a part of your development. Some people will say working for free is something that you should do. I, 
I'm okay with working for free for some situations. In some situations, it's okay. But you, as an artist, you need to be able to sit down and say, is this worth doing for free? Is this worth my time? Is it, you know, am I going to learn what is going to happen? What is the proposed exposure that I'm getting here and I'm not getting paid? (laughs) Because I believe in getting the exposure and getting paid. I do believe that firmly. But you have to look at it and see what factors are involved as far as is this going to be worth my investing of time? Am I going to learn and am I going to meet people who are in different positions who can help me to get to my goal? That's important. That's really important. And so you need to think about all the aspects of of that work, all the aspects of that free work. Make sure that you check off every aspect, marketing, connections, um, who's going to be there. You want to know who's going to be there. You want to know what type of exposure, what type of publicity this event is getting that's important. What is what is the event? What is the cause? You know, so all of those things play a major part. How is it going to help you as an artist? And do they have a budget? <laughs> because can they do something? Like, can you cover childcare? Can you do that for me? Or can you cover gas? Like, you know, definitely negotiate. Definitely, you know, work with the client or whoever it is who is trying to either offer you something or trying to get something for free. So (laughs) you need to decipher and know exactly what's going on because some people really are out there trying to help you. And then yes, some people really are out there trying to get over. And this is definitely a part of artist development. Okay. (laughs) Now, yes, your purpose, your mission, your goal, you have to know that you have to know that before you you start, you, you should know that that should be, you know, your go-to, that's your, your, your thing. That's your story. That's your tagline. What is your purpose? What is your goal? What is your mission? When you have that in place, then you're able to get a team. You got to let them know what the goal is, what the mission is, and they can help you work towards um, whatever that is. Consistency, consistency. Okay. This is for me across the board, because really you know, consistency stops us from meeting our goals in just like every every area of life. Some people may not be, you know, a part of that crowd, but me, consistency, consistency is key. Consistency is key. I promise you, I've been only doing this for a couple of years and I've been consistent with it. I'm like, damn, this is awesome <laughs> because I'm really not super consistent with a lot of stuff. So, I'm like, okay, I know that this is my calling. This is my purpose. So I kind of have to be consistent. I kind of have to keep doing this because I'm not going to stop. Like, this is like, this is my it. And I know it is, you know, I know that this is why I was placed here. I know this is a part of my purpose. And so that's why, that's why it's easy to be consistent. Sometimes life gets in the way. Yes, indeed. But Every step counts. Progress, consistency, even if this is the smallest thing, it counts. That consistency. Authenticity. That is being real, being true to who you are. People will come. People will see you and say, oh my gosh, you're so talented. You're so amazing. I have this for you. And they see They see your name in lights. They see the program. They see you making millions. They see this. They see what they want from you. And you got to know yourself. You got to know yourself. Um, That to me goes back to that whole Summer Walker um, thing where she canceled a slew of concerts that had been scheduled already due to her social anxiety. So maybe, maybe she thought that she could do it. Not sure, but she did talk about it before. Knowing yourself, knowing yourself is so important. Um, That's a part of that personal development. This is something that 
I heard a man say, I forgot his name. I need to get his name. <laughs> but what he said was in every, in any area of your life, your success will never go beyond your personal development. Whether it's business, whether it's family life, it doesn't matter whatever other part, it won't go above the level of your personal development. Meaning you as a person, are you developing yourself as a person, as a human being living on this earth? Are you becoming whole, you know, with all those positive attributes that we're able to, to develop? That's personal development. So for example, you know, you see it all the time in the industry. We see it all the time. People achieve an amazing astronomical um, level of success and then lose it all or then fade to the background or get on drugs or, you know, do these other things that you would not think would happen after, you know, obtaining such success. But you cannot meet a level of success that you haven't already met within your own personal development. Zig Ziglar said, if you receive a million dollars, you need to be a millionaire. <laughs> or guess what? You're going to lose that million dollars because your personal growth is vital to every other part of your life, every other part. So you as an artist, your personal development is vital. It is key in order to reach the level of success that you desire, whatever that level is, right? So yeah, this, this is kind of serious um, <laughs> episode. <laughs> okay, so yes, personal development is, that's tantamount, okay? That is extremely important. If you get nothing else, personal development, like, oh yeah, let me do that. Let me get that. All right. So get out there, um, get online. I'm good at that online in person. I have obstacles, you know, <laughs> I have, you know, other things. I have kids, I have really regular job. Those are excuses, but I have to, I try to find a way to get out there sometimes, you know, to, to show my face, in the place like hey you know it's me you know i'm here i'm here to support um other indie artists here to you know network etc get out there that's extremely important get out there um as i said earlier don't restrict yourself to a certain genre don't do it experiment do different things and see you know what works best for you and also what's important <laughs> And every person who speaks to me um, about business, they're like, um, so do you have your press pack? I'm like, oh, mm, I don't have it ready. I don't have an updated one, I'll say that. What the press pack includes, of course, is your bio, some professional pictures, um, and your, you know, a sample of uh, your work, okay, and it's, as far and also, you know, your website information, all of your contact information, all of your your social media, etc. That's your press pack. That's your presentation um, that you would give maybe to a booking agent, maybe to a manager, maybe to um, a production company, etc. That's important to have. I'm gonna have mine ready. Goal, okay, goal, and you guys can hold me to it goal is to have something ready by the end of January. So I'm probably actually going to be contacting some of the um, producers in the area because I want to have at least three, three to five um, works ready. There's going to be a part of a larger work, but I want three to five songs on the ready. Okay. I want them ready. Now we're going on to the next part, you guys. And I'm super excited. Okay, so this interview was previously recorded. Take a listen. And here we go with the interview with Pompeii. Okay. And thank you all for joining us again. This is Roadmap Street Signs 
Indie Artist Showcase with Sanja Danette. Say that 10 times fast. <laughs> so I am so excited because we have indie artist Aubrey Pompey. This is my first interview, our first interview here um, on my podcast, and so I'm excited that he decided to, you know, bless us with his presence and give us a little bit of his story and a little bit of his music. So how are you doing today, Aubrey? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. And so do you go by Aubrey Pompey or do you just go by Aubrey? Well, actually, um, everybody, I've been called Pompey for the longest, and it's actually my producer and um, artist name, so people call me Pompey. Awesome. Okay, I will call you Pompey. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, Pompey, how long have you been in the business? Can you just, you know, give us a little bit of your backstory as far as um, music goes? Well, um, I've been doing music, I'd say, probably since about 2010 um, when I really kind of dove into it and decided that I wanted to be a producer. Um, I, at that time, um, I learned as much as I could on my own. Um, I got up with this um, current um, manager, Larry Friday, um, and he told me about this program in Atlanta at Tree Sound Studios. Um, I went up there, completed that course, um, and been kind of, you know, saying doing doing what I do ever since. Uh, well, as far as how I actually like got into music, I've been um, parents put me in piano lessons when I was young, about three years old, and I was kind of in and out of them throughout, you know, throughout my life. Um, but I've always loved music, always. Um, you know, enjoy uh, singing in, in different venues, whether it be church or school, choral groups, things of that nature. So it's always been in me. Um, I've always liked creating it, and it's all kind of led up to to where I'm at now. So That's awesome. So in other words, music is, is in you. It's been there since you can remember. That's really cool. And so you said you, you're you an engineer and you're an artist yourself. Um, what I want to know, and I'm sure any other indie artists, there are, of course, advantages and disadvantages to, you know, being on both sides of that. I know this wasn't in the um, questions that I sent you, but, you know, this is what I want to know. So if you can just share with us a little bit about, you know, that, you know, how you marry those two. Um, well, the first thing, uh, well, when I first started, like, really, like, kind of in the creation process of music, I started out as a quote-unquote rapper. <laughs> um, so from there, um, it was us and, you know, me and a group of guys, um, we, we started rapping and, and everything, and eventually it got to a point to where I felt like, you know, of course, personally, that we were doing we were doing good music, but it didn't sound like the music that was out that was being played um, on the radio and the clubs just didn't the quality wasn't wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So at that at that moment in time, I just started I decided to kind of dive into more of the production and the engineering side of it, mainly production, um, because I love I love making this thing, instrumentals and stuff like that. But also I had to kind of touch on um, the engineering stuff in order to make sure that the quality um, was, you know, was getting up to par. So that's why I kind of started. That's what I made a switch. Um, and plus, personally, me personally, I had to, you know, I had an honest moment with myself. I really, I really didn't want to be on stage and up front and performing and stuff like that. Um, so it kind of, you know, made it easy, easy to do that. But as a producer, um, 
especially starting out, uh, one of the things that you don't really uh, have access to all the time, especially when you're finding your sound, is artists. So I uh, just created my own songs. I would make the tracks and I write songs to them, and I that's how I practice recording, and that's how I practice engineering, um, and you know, and those things I just practice on myself. So. That's how I, I incorporated the two. You know, it was, it was easy to kind of marry the two together. So That's really cool. That's really awesome. Um, I know a lot of people who do both, who are artists as well as producer. And I have also seen where they have to kind of make a choice at some point. You know, there becomes, you know, that fork in the road where you're going to either you know, like fully pursue the artistry or fully pursue, you know, being that um, awesome engineer. Have exactly. you come to that point or do you see yourself coming to the point and do you know which one that you will choose? Oh, yes, definitely. I came, I came to that point a long time, a long time ago. Uh, when I, I decided, like, I'm not – I don't want to be an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like I, that's one of the things that I, um, like I said, it's, it's mainly because I, you know, I, I like creating, you know, and I do like creating songs, um, but my thing is I want to, I'm a, I'm a producer. Um, that, that comes first. Um, you know, some, sometimes the, the, as a producer nowadays, song, like writing songs and things of that nature, you know what I'm comes into play. So it's, it all kind of ties in together. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like okay, I'm I'm a producer that also writes songs and and you know can and can do all those things and can engineer my work to a specific uh, to a specific sound that people like and enjoy. But, um, but yeah, that I've 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 come to I came to that fork in the road <laughs> a while ago and it was oh, okay. it's, I, I definitely want to um it's, it, I'm on the producing side. Yeah. Awesome. So I myself as an indie artist, I would like to, you know, really get into the, you know, production side. I think that any artist who, you know, has the luxury of learning that is extremely valuable because of course it's gonna save you money, but you'll get mm-hmm. to have full control of you know, your work, you know, in, in mm-hmm. the production side. I write as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I know some, of course, of course I'm going to know, you know, what's going on in the studio because I need to know. <laughs> but as far as, like, actually doing it, actually doing it, I haven't come to, you know, that place yet because I'm going to have to have to devote time to learning it. And um, so... I know it's not necessary for an artist, you know, to be well-versed in the production side, but what knowledge level or skill set would you suggest that artists know when it comes to um, the whole, you know, production and creation side of their work? Well, I think... um, um, like I think the artist actually should be well versed in what production is, and even with what in, what engineering is and things of that nature. You don't necessarily have to be able to execute it. Um, you don't need to be. You know, you don't necessarily have to be the one that's sitting at the board mixing your own your own record, or or be the um, one who's going through and working the MPC or working Logic or working FL Studio or, you know, and Pro Tools and all this, that, and the third to actually create your music. Um, but it is good to be well-versed and know what's going on and know how things um, go. Um, the, reason I, the reason I feel that's very important is because it allows you to have a, a better sense of value of what the, the people that you're working with are bringing to the table and you also get to see how you really how what, how you really work together in order to really create a great record or a great song. Um, I think 
what happens is a lot of people don't know what who like what's actually being done. Like they just see somebody, oh, you, you know what I'm saying, you made that, you quote unquote made that beat in five minutes. Or they'll see somebody uh, doing uh, doing some engineering stuff and they'll see an EQ and they'll get a preset and then, oh, I just throw that on, you know what I'm saying, on everything and that, that's, that'll get the vocals right. And it's like, no, like that's not how, that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, and so I think, you know, definitely, you know, get, just sit down, like sit down with a, you know, with a producer and learn some of the basics or sit down with an engineer and learn some of the basics. You don't necessarily have to be able to do them um, at a proficient level, but if you know what's going on, then you, you, know, you, you know you have a sense of, you know, sort of value of what you're actually getting. And also you'll be able to um, talk and speak the language of the engineer and of the producer. So when you have an idea in your head, you'll be able to tell them how, you know, saying what you're hearing and how, you know, you will probably go about getting it. And they'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll try this, boom, 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 boom. And they'll be able to do it and execute it. But you'll, you know, so you'll be able to actually speak the same lingo or if they, or if they say something to you, um, say, I have to do this, that, that, and the third, that, that, you won't really be lost. And uh, I don't know what you're talking about. So mm-hmm. I, re- I think, I think that, you know, you definitely learn the language of the people that, that you're, you know, saying that you're working with so you can work together, you know, say a lot easier. Excellent. Yes, I totally agree. And I, I mean, I know the basics as an artist. Um, I don't ever plan on becoming an engineer. <laughs> yeah, I, I love music and I love creating music and I write as well. So I'm definitely on the creative side. And so your perspective is extremely valuable um, to any indie artist, especially especially those who want to, you know, make it and, you know, be successful, whatever their level of success is. Um, but let's talk a little bit about, let's talk a little bit about um, your music and um, what you do have out there because it is, is lit. So we definitely want to um, hear it. We're going to take a short time and we're about to listen to one of your songs. If you can, you know, just give us a little backstory, because you know, every song got a story. But um, <laughs> and I follow you, so yes, you be telling them stories. So uh, let us know <laughs> which song it is, and um, just a little bit about it. Okay. Um, well, this this first song um, is a song uh, I wrote. It's called Somebody. Um, Basically, uh, just kind of a little backstory on it. I was having a conversation with this uh, young lady, and she was telling me about um, how she was basically kind of making it through some some tough times, and um, and she was just you know just going into detail about some things she was going through. So I took that and I used it as a um, as a way to encourage women that no matter where you're at in life and no matter what you're going through at this particular moment in time, um, you, you know what I'm saying, you are somebody, you know, and no matter what it is that you're doing, no matter what profession you're in, you are somebody. So, you know, so, um, that's what this, that's what, how the song came about. And, um, that's the concept came from it. And I was listening to some Eric Bellinger <laughs> one morning in the shower and just, <laughs> Kind of put the kind of put the two together, and this is what I came up with. Okay, excellent. So let's take a listen, and we'll be right back. That is what I'm freaking talking about, yo. <laughs> Pompeii, that's what I'm, okay. Pompeii, I got you. Yes, yes, says the Virgo Queen woman. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely amazing. And, yes, the quality is top-notch. You produce your own work, so it definitely speaks for itself. Um, and so there are other indie artists out there listening. You know, shoot, that's, that's your commercial, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> advertising, yes, quality, yes, radio ready. 
That's what I'm talking about. Awesome. Thank you. Um, and I love the message. You know, I'm a woman, and as um, Spotify, Pompey, P-O-M-P-E-Y. Um, all my music is on Spotify, Apple Music, um, basically all platforms on Google Play, Amazon, wherever you you know saying you like to listen to music at YouTube, all those places. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, Pompey Productions. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm trying to get back into Twitter a little bit more now, but I'm on Twitter um, at Pompey. Yep, yep, that's P-O-M-P-E-Y-Y-E-P-Y-E-P. And you can find me on Facebook, Pompey Productions. So just Google Pompey Productions. I should pop up somewhere. Excellent. Yes, thank you so much. So this next song, um, you can tell us a little bit about it. Because I know it's, I know it's gonna be lit. So let's hear it. Um, <laughs> so what's the title? And you know, we know you got a story. <laughs> well, this song was actually um, an experiment of mine. Um, I wanted to do something uh, poppy, um, and I just came up with a track and. Um, just started writing some stuff down. Um, the song's called More Than Enough. Um, it's basically, um, this is another um, record for the ladies. Um, it's just basically, you know, saying that, you know, thank you, you're, you're great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're, you're more than <laughs> enough, so, you know. Um, but, yeah, this, this is a more of a, a pop feel, um, four-on-the-floor type feel, um, happy this um, is a feel good, feel good type song. So I think, I think everybody will like this one too. Awesome. Well, I love me a feel good song because I'm, you know, a generally happy person. So yes, I definitely let's take a listen to it, and you know, you guys will be able to give us some feedback. You know what? Pompey know how awesome and amazing he is um, on our Facebook group. Um, that's Road Map and Street Signs in the Artist Showcase with yours truly, Santa Danette. And let's hear um, Pompey's amazing song, his popish song. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> love, 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 love it. I love it. I love it. I love everybody, but, you know, and I love you know, but I just love it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So most definitely, yes, I I really dig your writing. So you wrote the first one, too, as well. You wrote both of those. Do you write yes. all of your songs? Yes, I write all of my, um, all of my songs that I perform. Um, I actually, um, for 2020, what I want to do is um, – I want to do, I'm going to put out a project that's, it's going to be, I'm going to make sure that it's at least 80% not written by me. Um, just mm-hmm. once again, a way to experiment um, and also connect, network with different writers to, you know, have them come in and, you know, let's, let's put something together. Just a collaborative um, effort. Um, I'm very big on, um, like doing things and not necessarily um, talking about these are the things that, you know, since should be done, I'm more so of, okay, I, I'll do it, and here's the product of it, and this is an example of what you can get if you do this. So I definitely, so for 2020, I do want to put out, I'm going to be putting out another EP, um, haven't I have no idea what it's going to be titled or or what type of songs are going to be on it right now, um, but I do want to put out a project, and it's going to be mostly um, written by other people, and uh, I'll probably be performing it performing on the records, um, but who knows? Oh, I'm excited! I'm excited because I definitely want to hear that. That's going to be awesome. Yeah, 2020 is going to be freaking amazing because everybody is ready to do something different, ready to do something new and fresh. I'm going to finally put out 
um, I don't know why I have an issue with the word album. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> that's what I'm doing for 2020. <laughs> That's what I'm supposed to be doing for 2020 because too many people have told me, oh, when's your new album coming? Like, oh, okay, well, you know, they say if enough people say it, then you probably should do it. So it's like, okay, so, yeah, 2020 is going to be freaking lit because I was just about to ask you, you know, what are you currently doing? You gave us um, that those songs, which are freaking awesome, and, you know, you can find his music on Instagram, on Spotify, everywhere music is played, you'll be able to find Pompeii, um, of course, and all social media, Pompeii Productions. You will not be disappointed because I'm a follower, okay, totally. (laughs) 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 But we could tell all day because I would love to pick your brain, so I will probably ask you to come on another show as we discuss, you know, different, you know, aspects and other things concerning, you know, it's called roadmap and street signs. So that means, you know, just maneuvering through the whole career of um, an indie artist, regardless of what their desired level of success is. So we greatly, I greatly, greatly appreciate you coming on as my first interviewee. Um, And, you know, we look forward to seeing you again Thank you so much. And any parting words for us, Pompeii? Um, well, I will say this. Um, there are some uh, few, few, look, a few things that I have going on right now. Um, I'm working, uh, well, we actually finished this record. It's already released. It's a song called Lit by the Glam Squad. It's a, it's a girl group out of Atlanta. Um, they're young girls, 11 to 12 years old. Um, they're amazing. Um, I have that record out now. Um, I'm working with another young lady in the studio um, here um, at Exo Studios. She goes by the name of Keela. Um, dope. Great writer. Um, great artist. Um, we're working on some music with her. She already has a single out now called Dreaming. Um, I didn't necessarily, uh, I didn't produce that one, but she's part of, the, she's part of our Exo team, so I definitely have to put her out there and we have some records coming coming pretty soon too um and before the year is out i would encourage everybody that's listening to follow me because i do not have a release date yet (laughs) but before the year is over with probably sometime in december i will be releasing uh ep called progression um the two songs that um we played earlier, somebody, and more than enough will be on there. Um, I'm going to be releasing it on all platforms, um, but I will be, be also releasing a deluxe edition of the EP with extra songs only on my website, www.pompeiproductions.com. So make sure you follow me um, so you can stay in tune. So I, when I, I will give you a release date soon. Um, but it's probably going to be in December. Um, but So you can go get it on all platforms, but you also can get the deluxe edition. That will be solely on my website. I'm not putting these songs up anywhere else but on the website, the extra ones. So, um, so yeah, that was um, just, a, just a few things I want to um, throw out there. Excellent. Yes. I definitely am going to have to go on the website if I want that deluxe edition, because, you know, deluxe being extra sauce, right? It's extra sauce on it. So we, we definitely yes, want the extra sauce. We heard it from yes, the man ma'am. himself, Pompeii. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we will definitely, definitely, I'm definitely going to check you out. Yes, you have my word. I'm going to go online and so I can get the extra sauce because I want the deluxe edition. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So thank you so much for gracing us with your presence and imparting some knowledge, you know what I'm saying, helping us stay lit, you know what I'm saying. But um, (laughs) And we definitely hope that you will come again because you have a wealth of information and knowledge um, 
that, you know, indie artists out there could definitely use. So, yes, thank you so much, Pompey, and we hope to see you again. And this is Sanja Danette, and the podcast is Roadmap Street Signs, Indie Artist Showcase with yours truly. Don't forget to be inspired, be empowered, be educated, and please be entertained. All right. Peace. We interrupt this broadcast because there were technical difficulties and I wasn't able to redo the entire interview over again so that I can import Pompey's amazing work. We're going to just listen to it right now. The first one is somebody, Pompey. Yes.
Yes, and that was Pompeii's edit version of Somebody. That's what I'm freaking talking about. The next one was his experiment, and it was him experimenting with the pop styles as he previously mentioned. So let's hear it. More than enough, Pompeii. Yes. Like I said, I love it, love it, love it. And then he had the little Spanish part in there. <laughs> I adore it. Mi amor, me encanta. Yes. And so, yes, I'm sitting up here at 2 o'clock in the morning dancing and smiling from Pompeii's more than enough. Yes. Okay, you guys. So this is for real my goodbye because there were some technical difficulties, but we had to make it work because we were not going to close out without listening to Pompeii's bomb lit tracks. Okay. 
So until next time, and now I know what I need to do, you know, with my other interviews, you guys definitely let me know your comments, feedbacks. Um, I do use Audacity. And so if you know any tricks of the trade with that, you can definitely let me know. Let us listen out. Let us listen know. And this is Sanjay Danette, podcast, roadmap, and street signs in the artist showcase with yours truly. Say that 10 times fast. Please be empowered, be educated, be inspired, and please be entertained. Peace.